0: All right, so I'm back. Thank you to Anchor for making this possible for me for all the two years. And if you have a dream, you can start it. You can start it right now. I did have a dream. I want to help people. I've always had this dream. I wanted to be a lawyer so I could help wives get away from abusive husbands. Help countries have peace. This is the thought as I evolved as a person, you know, become the president and save the world. Now I just know that the president's a puppet and well, I never accomplished getting the law degree. It was a whole great tragedy, but what I did get was all that freaking knowledge. And so now I am here and I'm like, you know what? my husband has the same type of knowledge in a different way. Maybe I just needed the knowledge so I could understand where he was coming from. Awesome. Now if I could get him to put some goals in the pipeline, I would be so happy. I would be so happy if he accepted the fact that he is a spiritual being and that sitting in jail, meditating to himself, He stumbled upon astral projection. That means when your spirit leaves your body and you go do something else. He wasn't locked up. You can't lock up a spiritual being. You can lock up a physical body. But for those men and women who are sitting in there who have a stronger mind than that. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away he wasn't the first he won't be the last but he did find it and it agrees with me now i just want him to use it more so i will be exploring soon to come how to get other people in your family to join you on this quest without thinking you're crazy and since my husband has seen some of the things that God has helped me with and the prayers that I've had answered, he's really been amazed, including the one, God, I need a break from my fucking husband because he's getting on my goddamn nerves. Two weeks later, he was on a bus leaving me for an entire month. With the th- I had three of the kids and he had the baby. He took the one that was the most responsibility amazing because that's when i got to concentrate on trying to figure out how to get my brand to move forward i mean i make some great ass shit. i want it to be a brand i want it to be stocked at walmart i want overnighters to be stocking my products in their overnight boxes i want to sell it on amazon so, people know that I'm not really some dumbass in India trying to jack them out their money or get their credit card information. I want to set up something that feels like it's legitimate, that I can stand behind. I tried the whole website thing. That is not my forte. I mean, creating the website was my forte, it was great. I did a beautiful job, I had beautiful websites. I got no visits. Or the visits that I got were spammers. Yay. Trying to put malware on my site so when people visited me or made comments, they could steal their info. Not cool, spammers. So I gave up on that to do it that way. And I had this epiphany to do it this way. And I am trusting my intuition. I also want to make this podcast like less about me bitching about life and more about me educating people to help you figure out the things that I kind of know that I'm having to remember for myself and actually having to take my own advice. Get my shit together. At least I knew where to begin. Some people don't even fucking know where to begin or how to get out the goddamn bed. My mom is one of those people. Susie, if you're listening to this, get out. I grew you a backbone in all those years. You could stand up for yourself now. Don't be afraid of the world. Do something with your life. You're 60 now. It's time to decide on a career or something that generates you money. I have issues with her but I still love her I just want to love her from a distance because I don't want her fucking up what I've built I know Susie it's sad to say but you do you fuck up shit when you come around so you can't be apart I have to love you from a distance doesn't stop me from loving you or Eva or Damien but you guys are some trifling assholes when y'all come around always just to start shit but that's not what we're talking about tonight We're talking about these things that I am trying to put in the pipelines to manifest. I'm trying to find a partner because I feel like the lamest part of this podcast for myself in this experience is talking to myself. Every time I do, I know there's somebody out there listening, but I can't see you. I can't feel you. You can't interact with me. And I feel like that's fucking up my delivery. I feel like it's lessening what I could possibly be. Because I don't want it to be like boring either. And it's all just straight up educational because I'm a nerd. No. I'm really a funny gal. And one of the things that I always had like this natural gift of in school was helping my co-classmates understand what the fuck the teacher just said. Algebra. I know five people who passed algebra cause I was there to translate. Oh yeah. It was a translation. I got it. It was good. I'm happy. It left me fulfilled. Part of the things that that 16 year old girl did that I want to bring back. So I bought this handy mic and I've been trying to like step up this podcast. I have a whole book full of topic ideas that we can explore just based off of my recent experiences and how you could do it too. More educational than just me bitching and ranting and saying, Hey, I did this, but really kind of teaching you how to do it too. But to do it, I need a better conversation. I need someone who can conversate with me about this. And I've asked a few girlfriends, and they are all on board. But life fucking happens to them, and they haven't gotten the knack yet that says, oh, here I am. And I'm going to stay consistent with this one idea, even though everything else is a fucking train wreck. This one idea. See, that's where I was at. This one idea. My idea when it first started was to find the 16-year-old girl inside myself and bring her out. That was the idea. Along the course of this journey in the past few months, I have learned so much more about myself as a 43-year-old woman and what. The 16-year-old girl has experienced since she was 16. So now I am here and I'm like, okay. And I think, I think, I really hope, I'm putting it in the pipeline so it can come back to me, that I have found someone dependable who will commit to getting the podcast in a direction that is both entertaining and educational and not just about me because I feel so freaking selfish it feels good that I get to vent about my life and you listen and I appreciate it but I don't want to just be that bitch you know the one who's always only think about her damn self I mean shit how many fucking women out there need help too that's why you're listening I hope that my life has made you feel better in some way shape or form. I mean that's always been the goal is for me to know that I wasn't alone and you to know that you weren't alone, but shoot. Hang on guys. I got to light the stove. I find a lighter to light the stove since i quit smoking cigarettes i have um lost all the lighters (laughs) it's not in my pocket anymore All right, right. sorry about that. (coughs) Living in a camper, you forget things. lights on because it will run the battery down and upset your husband because he's got to go charge him again no biggie though i fixed it i turned the light off i tried to start the stove but i couldn't find the lighter of course not because that's what happens when you hide the shit from yourself so you don't want to smoke a cigarette you can't light the propane fire it's great stuff So anyway, I think I found someone who is completely dependable and I'm going to send her a list of episodes and we're going to start discussing these things. So I hope that you guys will tune in for what gets better because I promised you guys that I was going to make this better and it is really in my goal list, like working on it, goal list to make this better. Hence, I bought the better mic. I want to be more informative versus more entertaining. I don't, you know, I don't know how to do this properly all the way. So I found a theme song, I think. I've tried to make a few things. But if I'm going to bring someone on to have a discussion about it, then I want to Make sure that she is in agreement. And this is going to not just be my podcast anymore, but our podcast. And she's someone who is very dear. She has known me through a lot, like a lot of the last 10 years. So probably the last eight or nine years. She's known me and watched me and David and our family just make it through each fucking traumatizing experience that we've been through and she knows how strong i am and she knows how much i can take she knows how my relationship with david is like the brunt, brutally honest part of it the part that i've shared on here like he sucks he's an asshole i love him he's my fucking asshole so don't you go talking about him I will beat you up about it, but he's mine. The only reason that I keep my asshole around and I continue to work with him is because he is an ever-evolving person. See, ladies, this is, okay. See, I cover so many topics in one episode right now. It's just random rambling. All of it important subjects, though. If you're going to be with a man and stick it out for 80 years, it's a great goal. And it's a great goal to be forgiving when they fuck up. But you have to watch and see if they keep making the same fuck ups or if they change. Because, see, with David, you know, I could bitch at him and we could fight. Man, we fight to the death. That's what makes us good for each other. Is <laughs> that I could beat him up or, you know, I try because I really can't, y'all. Yeah all that penitentiary time he did, yeah, it was all sit-ups on the iron pile with like 415 pounds. He lifted two of me, basically. He could lift two of me. His stomach is like fucking brick wall. I hate him for it. I want abs of steel. (laughs) Of course, I'd have to do as many sit-ups as he did and I don't think I'm that dedicated. (laughs) So here we are. But, you know, it's this ever-evolving, changing thing. Is he willing to change with you? It's not about going to marriage counseling. That's not changing. That's involving someone else. But could you fight it out and deal with it? If you fought it out, And then you wrote him a text message telling him how you really felt. Not with no nagging ass trifling bullshit neither. Well, you was over with Sally. And it was score. You did two things wrong and I only did one thing wrong. And I'm going to keep score about our wrongs. We ain't talking like that, honey. We don't need to be on the young and the restless neither. Oh, my man. He just doesn't ever want to do anything and he's never home with me. Oh, woe is me. I don't feel like I'm the center of his attention. Whatever. No drama. I'm talking the real fucking issue. Are you woman enough to face the real issue for the guys listening to this shit? Are you man enough to take it? (sighs) My husband did tell me that once upon a time. He was talking about it in a completely different context. But his statement was that he was strong enough to stand with me. And he was right. The statement has stuck out because I am a very difficult person. I know this. To the family who has been there and feels alienated because I shut you out because I'm a hard person. Because it was all or nothing because I wouldn't let Susie destroy one more minute of my life so I shut everybody out so she couldn't possibly weasel her way back in one of the hardest fucking decisions I ever had to make it has taken a toll on me for 30 fucking years I do not regret it though I do not regret letting that woman go nor that I had to let everyone else go to do it. Because when I talk to you guys, you're all still stuck in the young, the restless. It is like, as the world turns, could we get to real life living, please? To some shit that matters? Yes. Are you happy? You know how to make yourself happy? You know how to appreciate the beauty in this world? You know how to love unconditionally? For everything I've learned along my way, that is the things that really matter in this world. That's the stuff we're going to be judged on when judgment day comes. Oh, yes. Even with all the spiritual enlightenment I have had, I know that we are still being judged. That God is looking at us going, what the fuck are you doing? seriously i gave you the tools you didn't even use them what what are you what are you what what it's like a parent you know you've got kids for those of you who don't borrow someone else's for a couple of days you love them you don't want to hurt them but they are driving you fucking nuts because they don't listen They're not even following the rules. You set it out. You gave them specific directions, and they can't even follow it correctly. (laughs) And then they get into arguments about who interprets it the best. And they're right, and the others are wrong. Who gives a fuck about right and wrong? That's not what this life is about. It's not about you're wrong and I'm right. Did you love them unconditionally? Even when they fucked up. Bet you did. But every parent out there listening loves their kid unconditionally. Well, we're made in his image. And being made in his image and knowing that he feels all that we feel. And thinks all that we think. Don't you think he thinks that way too? Don't you think he's looking down at us as a billion fucking children who don't want to listen and follow directions? And he's smacking himself in the forehead and having a glass of wine or day drinking. Oh, I bet he's day drinking. Bet he is. Of course, in my realm, he doesn't drink because we can't stand alcohol. But a little left-handed cigarette might bring you right on out of that funk and give you some extra enlightenment and some patience. To move to the next episode and say, hey, wait a minute, kids. It's not about right and wrong love each other well we fucked up we don't expect perfection we just expect you to try that's all he wants just try did you try were you scared to try did you you were scared to try oh that means it's worth more when you face your fear and jump that fucking hurdle more more energy more mind control more power more things coming to you and prayers that are answered because you're receiving and you're happy are you receiving from god oh we can get technical with this shit. i'm not going to tonight tonight i have well for the past two days i told you i've been cleaning out my room So right now I have like hot water seeping in the in the carpet to get out all of those nasty fucking dirt stains. I've not cleaned my carpet in like two years. Depression is a motherfucker, and so here I am now trying to clean up two years worth of dirt in the carpet. It is gross. It's actually like popping zits. It's it's like a train wreck. You can't take your eyes off of it. Look at the fucking mud. (laughs) But I clean it like I do any other soiled fabrics, lots of hot water, little laundry soap. It's coming right out. You just got to make a couple passes, throw it in the washer a couple times. Do not dry it until the stain is out. And here I am. I've been waiting for it to kind of like soak up and loosen up those dirt wands that have trapped the carpet fibers. It's great stuff. It really, really is great stuff. So I hope hope that my friend will be joining us soon and getting some recordings going and really trying to help you guys understand this because it took me 13 years of psychologists to understand any part of this and the one thing that that 16-year-old girl had that I want back more than anything is the connection to God not to say that my connection has been severed I just can't hear him as well well I thought I couldn't at this point he is speaking loud and clear to me ladies and gentlemen he is in my ear and it is like he is standing right in front of me and I'm telling you I could literally see him and I'm loving it and I want to share it with you And I want to show you how to do it. And I want to talk to you and we can have some discussions about this shit. And I think Katrina, I think Katrina is the one. Oh, did I mention that she's a counselor? Awesome, huh? I know. So we're going to discuss a wide variety of different subjects that affect us. I might even change the title from What She Wants to something a little more appropriate to include the guys. Because I think when you hear What She Wants, you think of sex. We want to be fucked raw. We do not want to be told how ugly our pussies are. We just want you to bang the fuck out of that shit. There. You heard everything a woman wants sexually. Just get down there and eat it like a cupcake. Thanks, Nicki Minaj. Love that shit. So, for now, I'm going to bid you goodnight. Well, it's morning. It's like 4 o'clock in the fucking morning. (laughs) I will have to go to sleep soon because I will have to work tonight. So I don't know if I'm going to get to record again tonight. I have some other recordings that I recorded and I don't think I've posted. I just have them on recording. So I I may actually get some time on my lunch um, breaks this week to post those. And like I said, I am working on getting someone to help me pivot this. So that I can have a discussion that's entertaining as well as informative. Because I think, I think we're all searching for the same thing. We all just want to be loved as we are. And we all need to figure out how to connect not just to God but to each other and we're all searching for it everything on the news is telling us that we're looking for that connection and it's here and I want to help you find it so on that note have a wonderful day and we will see you on the flip side of the freak show good morning and welcome back to my podcast what she wants my name is mandy and i'm your host for this freak show that i call my life we have been on a road together for the past two years it's gotten really intense in the last six months i've been working on changing me all because of you Because you gave me the faith to say that I could do it. And I changed my mindset. My granddaddy always told me that a mind is a powerful thing. And that it controls everything. And you know what? He is right. It controls every aspect of your life. Your brain and your soul are connected. And I started with small changes. Because big changes, that's just too much. Can't do that. It's not going to work that way. And I started with making my bed every day and making sure I, you know, got up and washed my face. Yeah, when you're depressed, you don't even want to do that shit. I bet that there are some of you that ain't took a bath in a month. At least my husband made me take a bath every week. Depression is a motherfucker. And I have been going through it. I have hated my husband. I have hated my life. I have hated. All of the circumstances and experiences that God has brought me through, I hated all of them until now. I told you about the day that crazy lady Abraham Hicks hit my life. I was listening to some Stur- uh, Stephen Furtick sermons and Church of the King in Louisiana. Whoop, whoop, shout out to my home church. And I told God that I just needed to hear his voice. I needed to hear the message that he was trying to give to me. I needed to know where I was going, what I was doing, and why. Why can't I make this shit work? I'm tired. I'm wore out. My fight is gone. I have nothing left to give. Sounds like a rock bottom statement, don't it? I didn't feel like I was on rock bottom though. Felt like, yo, I just fell off and my TR got knocked down. I didn't feel all the way at the bottom. I didn't feel like the ships were burnt and I couldn't go back. I just felt beat up by life. And this might be my most powerful podcast to date because I can feel the energy in myself and in this microphone. I'm in a space right now. It's all my own. And I have been asking. And the thing about asking is all you got to do is ask once. But you see, we're human. We got anxiety and depression and we want it right now. And they don't work like that. They don't work right now. He did hear me. He hears you too you got to find a way to be happy. I've been working hard on this. Those couple of recordings that you can't hear shit because I put the phone in my pocket thinking my headphones had a mic. In those recordings, you could have seen the change of of me into happiness. I'm not going to go back and try to re-record them. I can just tell you that I took small changes to make me happy. I played the song that hit me in the heart the most. I started out with shit that used to make me happy. You know, that 16-year-old girl that I wanted to be again? I went back to her and was like, say, <laughs> I forgot. What what did we used to do that made us happy? We was happy. And I, I can't remember. I just remember feeling happy, but I can't remember what we did to make us feel happy. Can you tell me? And so it started with stupid little songs that I sang back then—some SWV, some TLC, Mary J. Oh, Tom Petty. Whoo! And I just started singing. And again, I let God have my playlist and said, hey, God, I need you to talk to me. He he brought me Abraham Hicks that way. I never finished that statement. But that's how I learned about this woman. I never even heard of her. And I'm like an alternative, natural person. And still at 43 now. Uh, happy birthday to me, day after Thanksgiving. But... I now have never heard of this woman. She was pretty freaky when I first, like, realized that she was doing, like, a seance. And she was bringing in a different spirit. And her persona changed. And she was Esther in human form and Abraham from the vortex. And Abraham has some great messages. I was raised Real strict Catholic. Thank you, Granddaddy. I really want to give a salute to my grandmother who made us pray rosaries for hours every single night. Before TV. Because when you hear those chants, your mind would wander. I was was eight, nine. You think I was... Thinking about Hail Mary and the sacrifices that they made. No, I wasn't. I was thinking about that Barbie doll that I wanted to go play with. And all the things that I wanted to do. That's where I, my mind was at. And it would wander. And then it would wander off into other thoughts. And as I got older, wandered off. And I would think about Jesus. Because then the weight of what Jesus did... It began to take a toll on my brain, and well, man, that was kind of rough, wasn't it? Damn, Jesus. The police came to your house, or they encountered you in every small town you visited, and they beat you up. They accused you of shit, all lies. He was perfect. I'm not perfect, but I know that God has sent me the same battles I failed miserably in the human part of that. The spiritual part of that, I didn't fail. And that's where I have to remember this. God wants to be my bestie, He wants to know that I am His bestie and that I'm true to that. He wants loyalty. He expects G-code level commitment. It don't have to be the way your grandmother worshipped. It could be with the cussing and the fuck shit, and this is dumb ass, and I can't stand these other humans' crap. He wants you as you are, right where you are. He'll take care of the rest. I don't care if it's by Christianity, by Buddhism, by the law of attraction, all of the rules are the same. You have to lend your trust over to the almighty power that is. You feel connected to it? Even in your depression, you're still praying to God that he sends a knight in armor to come and rescue you so you know that he is there. But you got to stand up. Got to make them small changes. Get your ass out the fucking bed. Stop watching that goddamn idiot box. Oh, yes. I have some really extreme views. I know I do. I am not for everyone. So if I'm not for you, just turn the channel. But if you want to get through this and feel like I'm feeling right now, like I am on fire and God is sitting right here in this room making this podcast with me because no matter what I study to find that connection he's always going to be my God that's why he wants to be called the one and only the one and only God in the Ten Commandments because yeah other people can claim to be God but they can't do what he could do. And I noticed that we're starting to turn to him a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. But the wisdom that Buddha got, because Buddha was just a man, and the enlightenment that he received came straight from God. And he tried to share it with us. But we're too fucking stupid. we think that that's all sacrilegious and that it has no basis because one man went and had enlightenment and now he's a whole religion that's not how this crap works you think he's looking down on us going oh yeah no the lutherans are right they they got the rules right everybody else is doomed to hell if you really believe that you got problems you're gonna have a rude awakening when you go into the afterlife because you're gonna have to come back here and do this shit again it's not reincarnation it's the spirit take the native americans we appreciate that there are now christian native americans they find the spirit in the christianity It's however you can relate to God. That's really what this is about. It's not about the man on the pulpit. It is how can you connect to God? Because I connect in all kinds of weird ways. I am crazy with it. I am literally like the definition of insane and schizophrenic when I talk to God. I talk to him out loud. I talk to him all day. It is a constant thing. He is right here with me. I can see him. Even when I'm depressed, even when I'm at my worst, he's right there. Isn't that what the Bible tells us? Isn't that what enlightenment is about? Being in the vortex all the time? Being able to see what is not apparent in front of you? Then we go and give it labels because we're dumbass humans. So in my pipeline, I have a whole lot of goals. I have a beautiful mind app on my phone. (laughs) I don't have enough wall space in my fifth wheel. Otherwise, it would be on my wall because I like that better. For all the things that I want to happen in my life, all the changes that I want to make happen. And I am taking each thing one at a time. One at a time. So my husband took the kids to, to Sacramento for a week. I am here by myself until Tuesday. I am ecstatic. I have been cleaning out the fucking trash and the clutter that I can't do when my husband's here because he is more sentimental than I am when it comes to stuff I don't need this crap throw it away I'm tired of storing it we do not need a notebook that the kids scribbled in two years ago we don't need that you have special pictures make a scrapbook with those you don't need every piece you just need some pieces to remind you how far you've come So I cleaned all of that out. I scrubbed the carpets. I painted the walls. Oh, did I tell you I quit smoking cigarettes? I really want one right now. That's why I mentioned it. Because my brain just sent that trigger and was like, you need a cigarette. No, no, you don't. You don't. I've got a patch on. Because I was all the way off the patches and everything. Like I only did one level of patches for like three weeks and then i just stopped putting the patches on so while i was here and doing all this scrubbing in my break times i would be like oh i could smoke a cigarette no no because that is part of my goals see my small changes all led up to this idea i'm 43 oh my birthday hitting that had some value of weight on this decision I want a mommy makeover. I want to cut off the fat roll I have had since the third fucking grade. I'm tired of it. It's time for it to go. It's got to go. So I had watched this Netflix. Skin Decisions, I think is what it's called. Mm. With. I can't remember the doctor's name. Please forgive me, doctor, because I'm coming to you to come see you as soon as this year's over. Yes, and Nurse Jamie. Nurse Jamie is giving me education right now on how to rectify some of the skin problems that I've had over the years and, and offer some subtle, like, tightening and, you know, I don't have bad wrinkles yet. But let's stop it before it gets any worse. So I stopped smoking because they said that they would not cut on anyone who is smoking because nicotine slows the healing process down. And I need some massive healing. This is not just about some cosmetic surgery. I need my heart to heal. I need my body to heal. I need to feel like I did when I was 16. When I had just started smoking cigarettes. Hmm. Nicotine hadn't set in all the way. So I went ahead and kicked the habit. It's been a beautiful, bumpy ride. And so far, I think the mind over matter thing is what really gets me. I think that I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And the decision's done. And that's it. It's over with. Now, I tell you that to finish my story about saying prayers and asking God for something because guess what you say your prayer you ask him you might even pray a novena for those of you who are not in the know a novena is a nine-day prayer meaning you pray the same prayer every day nine times for nine days depending on which novena you're saying Fasting helps you. It does. You fast for yourself. You don't tell anybody. Fasting. Hey, God, I really want a new Lambo. If I fast for a month, can I have it, please? I don't think it's going to take a month to get the Lambo. It might take a year to get the Lambo, but he'll give it to you. Give you anything you want. Remember when devil confronted jesus in the desert and was like say i will give you the kingdom here it is all yours and jesus laughed at him it was like i already have the kingdom of my father i don't need your crap well it was the difference between the good high shit that you get on sunset boulevard in hollywood you know the really good quality merchandise versus that cheap shit from the dollar store you just got to decide where you want to be. He even tells you, be patient. I mean, you're taking a lot of molecules. I'm I'm talking about millions and millions of molecules to manifest what it is you just prayed for. Some things can happen as quickly as a month. But a Lambo, I mean, that's slightly larger. Will take slightly more time. But you have to figure out how to be happy. Once you've prayed the prayer, you let it go, and you be happy. And then he's going to take you on a wild ride to get there. Because to get a Lambo, you need to make money. So he's going to bring you some opportunities that make you money. Sometimes I think we're just too blind to see what God really does for us. Hold that thought, though. We're going to take a little break. Come right back. Look, go check out Anchor. Really, go check them out. This shit is awesome.